Hello, welcome to Totally Buggin', the podcast about all things creepy crawly. We are your host organisms, Cami and Faith. Cami, do you remember in elementary school when you learned about the metamorphosis of a butterfly? Yes, I do. I was all over butterflies when I was a kid. I had this, uh, I had one of those kits where they send you live caterpillars mm-hmm. and you watch I love them those. turn into butterflies. And it came with a manual and I would read the manual over and over, like cover to cover. Oh, <laughs> so I was super into butterflies when I was younger. I, of course, remember learning about metamorphosis. Okay. So the basic concept of metamorphosis that we learn in school is that you start out with an egg and then the egg hatches into a caterpillar and it eats and eats and eats until it forms a cocoon or a chrysalis. And then it hangs upside down on a tree branch or a plant until, ta-da, magic, the butterfly emerges. And some um, of you may remember the classic children's book, The Very Hungry Caterpillar. The Very Hungry Caterpillar Mm -hmm. is a great example. And I started thinking about this because in my lab, we have some very exciting new babies. (laughs) We have monarch. We have monarch butterflies. They all started as the very iconic white, yellow, and black caterpillars or larvae. But now they have all pupated into their little green uh, chrysalises. Chrysali? I think it's chrysalises. Chrysalises? Mm-hmm. Which are very small green cylindrical pouches where the larva will turn into the butterfly. And then this got me more curious about what's actually happening inside the chrysalis because you don't really learn about it in school. Um, They just kind of gloss over how the caterpillar actually turns into a butterfly. So I did some research on it and I was genuinely shocked about the ins and outs of how it works. And it's a little gruesome, honestly. I'm intrigued. Okay, let's get into it. You know I'm a scary movie girly. (laughs) So after the caterpillar forms a chrysalis or a cocoon, the caterpillar literally digests itself. Which I like stopped. I stopped reading and I was like, what? (laughs) That's what happens. (laughs) It releases enzymes, which are proteins that speed up chemical reactions. In this case, um, the caterpillar releases digestive enzymes to dissolve all of the old caterpillar structures. So essentially, inside the chrysalis, the caterpillar digests itself like you would digest food in your stomach until inside the chrysalis is caterpillar soup. If you were to cut the chrysalis open, just a bunch of goopy ooze would come out of it which is kind of gross when you think about it. I don't know, kind of like a sort of a meditation thing I used to do. Um, Mm -hmm. It was like, I would picture myself in a cocoon and like, I would imagine my body like dissolving into, into the goo. I think it sounds kind of relaxing. Like if, when you add like the, oh, it's digesting itself. Like when you frame it that way, it's creepy and gross, but like 
I don't know. I feel like if you think of it, you can think of it in a different way. And it's like, well, that's kind of nice. Like it, it like turns into a puddle and then it turns back into itself, but like a different. I guess you could say that we might need to talk about your meditation techniques, <laughs> but that's essentially what it's doing is the caterpillar is releasing enzymes to digest itself and turn itself into soup. And if you're thinking, well, how does the caterpillar turn into a butterfly? If it's soup, it's because there are still, there is still some organization within the chrysalis in the form of imaginal discs. The imaginal discs are highly organized groups of cells that survive the digestion process. So it's like how bones aren't completely di- or aren't completely dissolved in acid, which is kind of gross. But if you've ever seen Breaking Bad, you know what I'm I was just about. about to say. Like <laughs> Breaking Bad, when they they use the wrong kind of container, <laughs> so it makes like a hole in the ceiling. Okay. Pun intended. I have a bone to pick with that. Um, oh. Do you remember that episode when Walter is like, Jesse, you need to go find like this exact type of plastic container. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Jesse goes and he is like trying to see if like a whole body will fit in the container. And of course it doesn't like he can't fit himself into one of these containers And this is one of my problems with that show is Walt always tells Jesse what to do, but never tells him why. So Mm -hmm. Jesse doesn't buy the plastic container. He thinks, oh, I have a bathtub upstairs. It'll be fine. And then (laughs) he's he's telling Walt this and he goes, why would I waste money on those stupid plastic tubs when I got a perfectly good bathtub upstairs? And Walt goes, you what? And then at that moment, the bathtub with the human goo in it falls through the like first three stories of the house into the basement. Yeah, those the first like season of Breaking Bad is like crazy. It's kind of like darkly comedic, like in a way that a a lot of people don't really remember. But like, (laughs) I mean, like obviously what they're doing is horrible, but yeah, it's the scenario that comes out of it, like. You what? And then you what? But, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. But uh, yeah, it's the caterpillar is kind of going through the same kind of process. But instead of the bones being left behind from a person in a porcelain bathtub instead of a black plastic container, um, there are imaginal discs left behind from the digestion process. And they are formed while the caterpillar is still an egg. It forms an imaginal disc for each body part, which I also found interesting. Instead of one big imaginal disc, it has one for each part. So there's one for wings, one for antennae, and so on for all the adult parts of the caterpillar. And then once the caterpillar is completely digested, the imaginal discs use the proteins that were dissolved in the soup, so reduce, reuse, recycle, to begin the massive amount of cell division that is needed to form the adult butterfly. And just an example for cell numbers is the imaginal disc for a fruit fly's wing, just the wing, can start with as few as 50 cells and then end with as many as 50,000. 
And that's wow. just for the wing. So you would need to add like for the other wing and then all the legs and the abdomen, the thorax, everything, which I find very cool. So the cells will divide and divide and divide until eventually it forms each adult structure. And then once all the structures are put together from the gelatinous goo, the caterpillar will break through the chrysalis and emerge as a butterfly, which I actually just thought of something. Have you ever seen the videos or watched a caterpillar come out of its chrysalis and it's wet? Yes, I remember when I was a kid, we had like a Little Einsteins DVD where they I love like Little showed. Einsteins. Yeah, I that was my show. I liked that a lot. That was um, my show too. But they had one with a monarch butterfly, and they showed like kind of like a time lapse of it getting out of its chrysalis. Mm-hmm. It was all gooey. Yeah, it's gooey. It's covered yeah. in its own proteins. I guess exactly. just the leftover ones. <laughs> yeah, just you know being covered in its own primordial ooze. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know why, but I love the thought of primordial ooze. Like the primordial soup that existed in the oceans. Or did it. Or did it. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. We believe in evolution here, folks. Well, I believe in the primordial soup. I I didn't mean it in like a evolution isn't real way. I meant no, like... No, I'm joking. So, there's some like dis- like there's some disagreement oh. as to whether like the primordial ooze is like a literal thing or if it's just kind of like a concept because like we do know that oh, really? life or, or, yeah life came from the oceans yeah but we don't we know don't if it know was that ooze? There's, well we don't know that there was like a life-giving ooze that like where everything started oh okay okay I just thought of it as like hey, way deep in the ocean, there's a bunch of proteins, and then they all smack together to form a big thing. Primordial soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am I I think if we call it a primordial soup, yes. That is definitely. that more accurate? Yeah, because the whole ocean is a soup. You're right. Meat, salt. A soup is, yeah, a soup is um, a liquid well, with with stuff in it so does that mean it has to be savory because the ocean is salty or there's no they're sweet they're sweet soups like butternut squash soup that's sweet you're right that is sweet Mm -hmm. so technically tomato soup can be sweet everything is a soup because we're just soup in a bag indeed (laughs) (laughs) so after this massive transformation Mm -hmm. Um, Out of the chrysalis comes the butterfly. And while this is the basic process, I will say that there is a lot of diversity between species in how they pupate, where their imaginal discs are in the body and how they form. Uh, For example, sometimes the imaginal discs can be like protruding off of the caterpillar or they can be like inside the skin where you would never know where they are. And I was very surprised by this process and it is very interesting, but if there are any kiddos out there, this is the part that your school teacher is going to skip when they teach you about butterflies. They're going to skip the part where the caterpillar dissolves itself into soup and then puts itself back together. 
Yeah, I knew about it turning into soup, but I didn't know how it pieced itself back together. So I definitely did learn something here today. Um, I would, uh, the article I found wasn't super specific, but I would imagine like um, everything on the caterpillar, like the imaginal disc is already put together in like some kind of order. So Mm -hmm. like the imaginal discs for the antenna are on top and then the ones for the wings are towards the back and then the one for the legs are up front and there are six of those Mm -hmm. kind of thing so then it can just kind of use all the proteins in its vicinity to stack itself back together which i found very cool but also kind of but also kind of gross well i guess it's kind of i'm down with it i like it i I guess it's it's kind of similar to building a human baby Oh, that's disgusting. You start out with, that is disgusting. You start out with soup in the room. Careful, there are kids who listen. No, I'm not going to get that specific. (laughs) (laughs) When a man and a woman love each other very much. No, no, no. Okay, I think that it is our time to take our leave. Okay. So. All right. Uh, It's time for me to go turn into soup at work and then put myself back together again at the end of the day mental soup Mm -hmm. everything is a soup thank you thanks for listening bye bye